We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. One, two, three, four. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg. Yep, Saturday morning. We are back. It is July 1st. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning and happy July to you folks in Monroe. You're insane. What? Happy July. It is. It's July 1st, man. <laughs> and, 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 and some folks still got a job. We'll get into that in a little bit. There was, the strike was averted. You don't know what I'm talking about, do you? There's another strike, man. They're okay. going to shut down show business one way or another. You yeah. think so? Yeah. Well, they're trying to. Well, listen, if they, don't pay, if they don't pay these receipts that everybody agreed to before and during the pandemic, yeah, it's going to shut down. You'll be, you be getting theater tickets next week. <laughs> For what? For whatever's playing, man. You'll be getting popcorn at the Fox Theater watching whoever they got going on over there. Well, like I said, we'll talk about that a little bit here. Hey. How you doing? All right. How about you, man? Uh, hey, listen. I, I'm inside in the AC zone. Say that again? We're inside in the AC zone at 6 o'clock in the morning. Okay. That's good. Because in a little while outside, you know, it's going to be a whole different matter. Oh, yeah. It'll, be, it'll feel like the Philippines. Yeah, it'll feel like worse than the Philippines. It's, it's, There's it's, something it's, worse it's, than the Philippines? Yeah. Yeah. I it, guess that it's, would be. It's, 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 that'll be, be south-central Georgia in <laughs> July. Uh, yeah, I, Speaking of which, uh, how is Larisha? <laughs> She's, we she's down, Rich, she's down below that. I was going to say, you, every yeah, time you, down, you, you, down you mention that coast. down there, I think of, uh, of Larisha and, and her new babies. Down, and down in Brunswick. How the baby's doing and yeah, all that. No yeah. news is good news, I suppose. Yeah, everybody, everybody, she's posting a lot of pictures of them. They're growing. Yeah. Don't tell Larisha them, we, them we people, brought her up. Them people are getting big. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what happens when you, you know. <laughs> um, again, Max, how you doing? We ain't even gonna wait. We're gonna bring Max in right now, right off the rip, man. How you how you doing, Max? Doing fantastic. No complaints whatsoever. How how has uh, well 
I'm getting into personal life. I got to change that a little bit. Uh, have you enjoyed <laughs> your last week of June as we are now in the throes of summer? Have you got into a routine where you're enjoying things, getting a chance oh, to get out yeah. and do stuff? Yeah. And the last week you spent all that time down the street around the corner of a boxing match. Right, Until right. about an hour before the show. Yeah, yeah. No, honestly. No, things have been great. Um, the Max Van Auken podcast. Remember, we talked about it last time, last yeah. weekend, the MVP. So that's back up and running the, to the Max on Wednesdays. Just had Scoop B on. That's been doing fantastic. But one thing that's been kind of crazy to me is how fast, uh, not to sound so cliche, time goes by. Because then I'm like, oh, it's already You're Ju- busy. That's yeah, it's what already was July. It? I was like, what? In the? what? Yeah. Pretty crazy. Let me ask you guys something. When I got out of school, when I was a kid, when elementary school, not high school, Oh, yeah. It felt like I had, summer was like a year. Forever. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. first of all, you got three full months. That's true. That, yeah, that, that doesn't happen anymore. That's true. That's true. You got three full months out to forget everything you had learned. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yep. So you don't yep. get that anymore. Ride your bike, try to find, you know, some change here and there to go buy some stuff. Yeah. And- yeah. You know, but, but playing, playing ball with your boys all yeah. day, you know. How old were you guys when you got your first job, though? Were you like elementary school? I mean, any kind of job. Oh, just work now. Yeah, work. just doing some work because you know I oh, wasn't giving cut, no money. Cut, I don't know about I you, cut, Max. Cutting some grass. Yeah, you and I had to, we, we got to go yeah. find some. I, I always had chores, but as far as like my real job, um, that was high school. Um, so I remember just always having I had basketball practice, work, and homework. I had a paper route. Put it how on was that? I had a paper route. I care. I delivered you didn't know papers. What you're talking about? No, 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 no. I was saying. I, yeah, I was saying. How was that? No, I know what that is. I know what that is. <laughs> I know what that is. <laughs> it's like I'm speaking Russian or something over here. <laughs> you don't know nothing about that. Uh, no, it was. It was great for one, two seasons. I got the job in fall. Um, delivered papers on my bike till the snow started hitting in Chicago. Yeah. Then I had to get a sled, and I can't. I I I rode my bikes the day I could, but then it. Christmas time, you got tips. Yeah. Remember, I told you that story. Yeah. And then I bought a bicycle, and it was stolen a month later. So I stopped being a paper boy. I knew a guy in in grade school that that, that had a paper route with a bicycle, and he did so well, he ended up earning they, they, the newspaper people actually a mini bike. What? Yeah. You know, I mean, today I guess it would be like a moped. I would love but to the, have had me a mini he bike. Got, he had a mini bike, man. He threw, he 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 worked that thing so well. Whew. Yeah, now that's yeah. commitment. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so it's just like I said, it just this time of year, as, as Max talks about the time flying, it's just we got stuff to do. You're getting older, it stinks. And you sit back and go, well, hey, what happened to June? You know? Um, but listen, it's, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I say it's got some sound effects. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. But we are, uh, now that we are officially here, we're going to be preparing for some things that are coming up. Yeah. Meaning you and I are going to be doing our first remote of the summer, which is going to be Tuesday for 4th of July. Yep. We, we we have sort of an idea about who may or may not stop by. I'm coming up with another idea, what I'd like you guys to do, you meaning our audience. If you're going to be out there, if you're going to be participating, if you're just going to be hanging out in Midtown, we want, we're going to do like a Sam and Greg shout-out or something. But we want you to stop by where we are, broadcasting. And if you can't stay, like you got the family and you just kind of go in between, you know, where you were and then to the car, just drop off a piece of paper. And we're going to have a little aerator for you. We'll give you a shout-out on the air. But we're trying to get as many people to stop by a- as possible on that Tuesday. Um, we'll be right in front of Colony Square. Yep, and right downstairs. We're in the same – I guess we'll be in the same spot. Not sure, but it's the spot where last year was right in front of Starbucks. It was very convenient for me. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes, it was. But, but, yes, uh, it was. But if you come through um, – and I talked with somebody this week, 
Who says, yeah, he remembers seeing us. He may come by and visit with us. I'm hoping we get a just a bunch of surprises. Yeah. We had yeah. we had a we had a three-point shooting expert walk by us last week yeah. last year. Yeah. He didn't want to stop and talk. Yeah. That was kind of wrong, but yeah. you know. Well, well, he hadn't planned on that. No, he didn't. And he was sweaty. <laughs> well, he, uh, well, anybody that's been through the race is gonna come through, they're gonna have, you know, especially if they don't put their new t-shirt on. Now, some people, as soon as they get to Piedmont Park, they get that T-shirt. They throw that T-shirt on that. But some people get them. People do different things with those T-shirts. That's true. They do. It's a badge of honor. Yeah. Some people Some people get them and frame them even. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you go to some people's houses, they can tell you how many times they've run the peach tree and, and that type of thing. So, and matter, matter of fact, I think people are picking up their numbers. Yesterday, today, uh, they're able to go in and pick up their, their, their numbers uh, at the pre-race uh, fair and health fair that they have each and every year by the Atlanta Track Club. And we'll talk about that some more as we go along, as uh, we get set for this uh, great for this great event. So, that yeah, that is Tuesday. Next Saturday, as we continue reaching, just acknowledging first responders, everybody that we, you know, that just provides the day-to-day basic needs of all of us and keeping us safe, too. All of you. All, put all of you all together, and different communities have reached out to us because they need more actual bodies to fill these jobs. And so, you know, we're regularly starting this. I mean, we started with, with uh, <laughs> by the way, a shout-out to um, Chief Brandon. And he, he, he loved the interview we did last week, different county. Yeah. He goes, but listen, I'm, you know, I'm all about all these communities getting what they need to keep us safe, keep us up and running, and so on and so forth. And so – he was happy. He loved the energy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, last week. And I said, well, we're going to get you back on there. But you remember one of the things he likes doing? He likes sitting He likes sitting at the table. Yeah. He's, he's a good poker player. And so we talked about him being, you know, that we're going to be out there in Cobb County next week and, you know, stop by and see how them folks are doing over there. He goes, I'm going to be at the tables. I'm going to be gone for a week. And if okay. It, if the right. cards are going right, I may be gone two weeks. So, there we go. Hey. So, shout out to, to Chief Brandon. But we are going to be – Municipal building, Cobb County Municipal Building, yep. next Saturday for their uh, job fair. So throughout the day, we'll be talking about that. And throughout this week, we'll be talking about that. So please, you can stop on by there. But we will be giving you information about how you can be a part of, um, I guess just saying, being a part of Cobb County. Yeah. In, in whatever capacity, whatever job skill that you have. That's so the thing. That is coming up. All right. You ready for this? Yep. What we do every Saturday morning, we've been gone for five days. We like to start off the show with our story of the week. It's time for Sam and Greg's story of the week. Could be sports. Grapefruit League activity. Could be news. Could be entertainment. This is our first time on the VMAs. It could be, well, anything. You know what I'm saying? Sam and Greg's story of the week on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Sam and Greg. All right. We go through this exercise every week and we try to remember who did what last and who went first and... And I was thinking, actually, leaving it up to Max and letting him decide who, which one of us goes first each week. But I didn't ask him. I won't put him on a spot. So you want to go first or you, you want can. me to go first? You want me to go first? I don't want any. I'm just asking. Okay. I can't remember who went first last week. So, <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm ready to go. You, you got something? All right, here's what I got for you. Okay. Um, this is big. Wow. Go ahead. This is big. I want to be the first. I'm the only person up here knows this. I want to be the first person. It's an honor and a privilege to congratulate Ernie Johnson going into the Sports Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Get out of here. Yeah. 
structure. What are you talking about? They told me, and I said, they said, would you do this? I said, it'd be an honor. It's an honor and a privilege to tell you. Ernie Johnson, congratulations, brother. Yeah. Man, well, that, is, that is awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. I, you know what? I'm taking the rest of the day off. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. And whoever is responsible for that, whoever uh, votes on that, I am humbled beyond words. So thank you so much. Means the world to me. I've been at this been at this for uh, 34 years at the same place. Been over 40 years in broadcasting, and uh, I'm stunned. So thank you so much. I appreciate that very much. Um, thank you, guys. Hey, wow. How about that? How about that? How about that? And the crazy thing is, I already thought he was in there. Yeah. I no. actually thought he was already in. Yeah. Yeah, but to do it, of course, that was at the match. That was the highlight of the night because the, yeah. the golf wasn't very competitive. But, <laughs> but that was the highlight of the evening from the match. And uh, congratulations once again to Ernie Johnson Jr. Ernie in the sports. Friend of the show. And we, yeah. just, we just featured him on Father's Day with uh, this Father's Day message uh, greeting. Now, which had. one did the show just get in? The, the, the inside the, the, the NBA, the one that he does with Chuck, and they just got inducted into the Hall of Fame or okay. a Hall of Fame. A Hall of Fame. I don't know which one. I think it was this one. I mean, as was a show. That one? I don't think it was this one. I think he, I think this one may, may be the Naismith Hall of Fame. It may be the basketball. That's Hall true. Of that's true. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, mine is just polar. Well, see, I, I had one that I was going to do, but it didn't happen, and that was going to be the strike. Screen Actors Guild, um, SAG and after we're going to go on strike at midnight last night. And it was averted, and it's now been pushed they have voted to push it to July 12th. Basically, what would have happened is you would have had the people who write the scripts and the people who perform the scripts out on strike. And this is all about the receipts being called in because of the promises that were made to get back to work during the pandemic. So we will see what happens. That was going to be my story. It didn't happen. But here's the other story, and it's the polar opposite of what happened to um, Ernie Johnson, ESPN, the yeah. layoffs. Yeah. Ready for and there was one that I, that got past me. I didn't know about, but just take a second. I'm not going to name all of them, but the ones that hit me were starting with Susie Culber, then Van Gundy, Jalen Rose, Keyshawn, yeah, Max Kellerman. Max, I'm not surprised. I just saw the, the writing on the wall once Stephen A. decided he won't work with him anymore. They found a show for him, but it just it didn't it just didn't seem to fit. Chris Chelios, as far as hockey, Mac Hasselbeck. Uh, Steve Young, Neil Everett was. We were watching that last week when he was saying goodbye. But here's the one: Todd McShay. They made a business decision. They figured we're just gonna we're just gonna go with the hairdo, yeah. and we're gonna get rid of Todd McShay. David Pollock. Yeah, that was the one I did when that's I saw a, the originalist. I didn't see couple, his name. That's a couple that we, we kind of didn't see coming. You know? Now the one with David Pollock is interesting because you, you figured they had to make some sort of move given their relationship with Pat McAfee. And the crazy part about this is they're paying this dude, and this is this is that Kim Kardashian effect. This is that social media effect. This guy is getting twenty million a year, and their layoffs that they made were like thirty million. They're paying McAfee twenty. That's the reported number that he's getting. Now is Shannon Sharp coming over too? He ain't coming over now. Nah. I don't think. I don't. I don't know because I they, think they, that they, he would have. Where they, would they put him? Oh, I don't know. I think they're eliminating place. They're going to put what Steve Young. I think that show, the pre, the NF Monday Night Football show, was it was kind of crowded that pregame show, and I, you know, Steve Young, uh, I could understand it. That's all I'm saying. I want it? I don't have a problem with him. I just I, I can understand it. 
this is a bigger this is this is a bigger conversation having to do with Disney. And I have heard some people who were executives with that network talk about that, openly talk about the changing nature of media. And 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 what it may or may not look like in the coming years and how movement to various platforms that are in place, people may listen, it, it's gonna be tough for a number of people. I can remember five years ago hearing something that right now doesn't seem that far out of the realm of possibility and that we would be Super Bowl will be pay-per-view. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, if yeah. somebody told oh, you that yeah. next year because of a TV contract, would you be all that surprised? Not really. You know, that's what it, I'm saying. It, it, it's headed in that direction. All right. Well, we got some NBA free agency we are going to talk about. Obviously, we're going to spend some time talking about our Atlanta Braves and what they've been doing. We'll get into that. Got a couple special guests. Jeff Fisher, high school football. America's going to be joining us. <sighs> She's like a relative. She like she like our our cousin that we worry about, Karen Pastena. Yeah, and Karen's going to be joining us again, getting us ready for Wimbledon. Um, Terrell Thomas going to join us, talk some more basketball, and Dustin Long, NBC has got NASCAR, uh, so he's going to join us later on in the show. Driving through the streets of Chicago. Yes, and talk just talking about that whole. Hey, watch out! You're going to drive over manhole covers <laughs> and potholes. <laughs> well, you know that's, that's just it. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll yeah, get into that later yeah, on. just getting started on this Saturday morning. Hey, it's July. In case you ain't turned the calendar. Um, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 thegamecom And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on the Saturday morning. Welcome to July, folks. July 1st. And it's just going to be one of those days you just got to plan ahead. Because the rain is coming, but when you get outside, and probably just about a couple hours from now, it's going to feel like summer. It's gonna. I mean, I don't <laughs> okay, know how it, else to it, put it, that. It took, it took a while to get here. It did. It, it did, did take its sweet time getting here, but it's here. You know, we, we wonder for the more. Sure is mild out there. Boy, this is nice. In the morning, mm-hmm. wake up, might need a jacket. Oh, this is now you're gonna go out there about in about an hour. If you walk outside, your clothes are gonna cling to you. You know, that's Which is always ain't a bad thing, depending well. Well, that's it. But but I mean that's 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 it's not always what, a bad thing. That's what we normally get this time of year. Well, just like I said, and the rain is coming this afternoon, but you know what? It is a beautiful day because it's Bobby Bonilla Day. How about that? Happy Bobby Bonilla Day, everybody. July that? 1st. Yep. You don't know the story about Bobby Bonilla. We don't have time to break the whole thing down. Go online and look at it. Former Major League Baseball player who just tripped and fell into the best situation that – and others players who've had their money diverted. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But not like this. And this dude, thanks to the Mets and their ineptitude during the previous, the, the previous ownership who decided to get next to Bernie Madoff – and deals were made, money was needed, and they went to Bobby, and Bobby said, oh, yeah, go ahead and take my money. We'll, we'll do this for you. Okay, cool. And it worked out in a way that, well, let's just put it this way. I think a couple of years ago, Bryce Harper signed his 13-year, $300-plus million contract, right? His contract will end three years before Bobby Bonilla's payments from the Mets. Hey. He gonna get big. He's one one point one million every July first through twenty thirty five. Wow. And this started, you know. Oh yeah. Like a while ago. 
So anyway, we we always you know have fun on July first. We talk about ineptitude, ineptitude with the Mets. That kind of continues, doesn't it? I mean, I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, boy. I mean, they were supposed to be first place preseason pick to to go to the World Series, win anything. And, you know, Braves are running circles around the number. Still got a lot of baseball to play. Yes, we do. We ain't nobody but, worried about them. the month of June, the Braves just had. And, and here's the team that's in town right now that's in second place behind them, 16-4 to four last night. Although Ronald, Ronald Cunha did get hit by a pitch last night. I was, I was thinking of you when that happened and going, this, this, these guys will not either let this team get out of town or come to Atlanta and not throw one at Ronald Cunha. Yep. It, and it's like he just he waits for it. Maybe he just overtapes the arms, knowing one's coming. <laughs> Playing the Marlins, I know I'm going to get hit. I'm going to get thrown at. And so that that happened last night. The other big thing about last night, before we get into our NBA stuff, Michael Soroka, and that coming just, back, uh, yeah, just have him come out there and have the kind of performance. Six solid innings, uh, surrendered three runs, struck out seven, and uh, and got a win in front of the home crowd last night. That was great. And, and which which the Braves hit lights out last night. Because yeah, there did. was one inning, the lights were flickering, and they, they stopped that was the game. wonderful. What they stopped though? the game for about fifteen. Yeah, minutes, they did. You know, and, and they didn't explain it to the crowd or the TV audience. But yeah, it had something to do with the the lights flickering. I've never seen, I've seen them go out. Yeah. Um, but you know when you when. But it flickered doing a pitch. It did, and the guy and, got and, to hit. I could see why and, they was. And so they pulled it. Wait, wait a minute. What do we do? What do we do here? The, they let the run score. That's what they right, did. Right. <laughs> and they just said, oh, enough of that stuff. We're not going backwards and do that. But, yeah, that was interesting to see that happen. I think we're, we're actually burying the lead here, and it's – I don't know how many more times we can talk about the greatness of Acuna and what he's doing right now. And, listen, if they could give an MVP out in July – It would be done. It would be a done deal. Yep. But he got a home run last night. Yep. All right. 20 home runs, 35 stolen bases. Thumb through the record books. You ain't going to find nobody who's ever done that before. That's At this stage of the season. What are the, what's more amazing to you? What he has done or what Otani has done or continues to do? I know he's on a losing team, but we're talking about individual achievements right now. Yeah. And the fact that this guy hasn't had his arm blow out. And he continues to not just pitch, but the way he performs when he is pitching. They talk about the home run, he's home runs and hits that he's got when he's on the mound. And considering the fact that the bat has been taken out of the hands of pitchers. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Uh, and so when you think about that, that it's, it's pretty amazing Matt what Olson he does got, night after night after night. But <laughs> Matt, Matt Olson is chasing it, man. 29 home run. This is in second place. He's looking up at a pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But B's giving him a run, and uh, it, it's been fun to watch uh, the Braves' bats heat up as we get to this, uh, this juncture of the season. And nobody said they're going to maintain that. No, and that's the thing, you, that's the thing you, you, you get a little concerned about. But I mentioned this part of the schedule, Greg, and how it's going to be all these teams that are at first place or near first place in their divisions and the kind of test going back to last week with Cincinnati. Minnesota had been a hot team coming, coming in. Um, you, got, you got Miami, this team that's right behind them in the division. And they've been able to go out and, and produce and continue to win. That was a message. That was a message last time because what do they talk about throughout the game? Talk about how this Marlin team, while winning lately and, and, and performing very well, still had this weekend series circled on their calendar. Oh, yeah. Because it was the Braves. And so the Braves, knowing that, they sent a message the first game. Yeah, yeah you know, y'all still looking up at us. And, and let us show you why you're looking at us and circling us on your – on your schedule, because we're the team you got to get past, and this is what we can be. This is what we can do. I want to say this, Sam, and I, I'm giving it some thought, and I don't know if you want to jump on this bandwagon, but in the years that I have been here in, in, in Georgia, 
and, and watch these Atlanta Braves teams, this is by far, period, the most explosive Braves team I've ever seen. Explosive Braves team, but think about this. The teams of the 90s had the power in the lineup. They had things in the lineup, but they had that pitching, you know, and they were always there. Brian Snicker's doing it with pitchers that sometimes he don't know going to be there. Right. And, and still they've been able to, to do this. This pitching staff levels off in the second half. You know, and Max Fried is out there, you know, throwing some now. He's throwing to, to live batters. He'll be back soon if, if Soroka is, is able to stabilize himself. You add those guys back to this starting rotation of what it does for this team from that perspective, then that really gets scary if the bats keep going like this. That, that, that's the thing. He's doing this without the consistency of the pitching staff that Bobby Cox had in, in the 90s. Yeah, but I'll tell you what else he has that Bobby Cox didn't have. Yeah, well, Cy and Young I said this Yeah, part- a closet full of Cy Young awards. Well, that's true. You know true. what I mean? That's and, true. And, and he ain't got that right now. So but again, what he's got, he has – but what Snicker's got is an – okay, so you, you can't just – those those types of pitching sets don't just happen. We talked about when, when those three, the big three, were on this Braves team doing what they were doing – we had to go back to the 70s to have some kind of comparison. They were talking about the Baltimore Orioles yeah. with McNally and Jim yeah, Palmer yeah, and yeah, all them yeah, dudes, Mike Cuellar. Yeah. But what he does have that complements that pitching staff is a couple all-star catchers. And you can't sleep on having an all-star catcher work a staff in a certain kind of way that is really unnoticeable unless you're really a student of the game. And I feel like what we've got – I mean, listen – Darno, one thing last year, and him and, and him making the All Star team, and we know what he can do at the plate. But the way he calls the game, I've heard pitchers talk about that. And now, with Murphy here, please. And we kind of wondered about that when the he Braves had a got him. T- yeah, it when was the Braves little- got him. We said, we said, you know what? We said we're going to be one of the best defensive catchers in baseball. We talked about his defense. We didn't talk much about his offense. And he gets here and he starts popping. And it took him a minute, thing. though. Yeah, really, but but I mean, yeah, but that's that's the thing that's been so different about about having him. We figured he's going to be do, do great things defensively, um, but man, what he's been able to give this team from the offensive standpoint, and also our all-star shortstop. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm gonna miss Mike <laughs> Mark Simon, but man, he's the first person I thought of. Simon, he's the first person I thought of. Because <laughs> by, by now he's supposed to be a fading memory, yeah, right? Yeah, he's supposed to be. Oh, but even long before now, he's. Listen, I, I like the fact that he'll step up and he'll say I was wrong. Yeah, which make sure you do that tomorrow with him. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'll tell you something else too with 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 this Braves team. Um, oh no, my try, my thought just left my head when you when you start talking about Arcia. Um, it's just it it it's it's. Oh, I know what it was. When you were talking about uh, Murphy and, and what we're getting from him, and I think you left a key word out of your description of him when you talk about the best defensive catcher, or however you want to put it, there's a word that needs to be put in there, and I actually think that there was a word that needed to be used last year when talking about Matt Olson. Hungry. Those two dudes just left Siberia. Yeah. They left the baseball Siberia. And while they're veterans and they've been in the league for a minute or so, they came to Atlanta hungry and wanting to show. Because they knew the, 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 the baseball world was going to see them in a way they weren't when they were playing for Oakland. And they get to this Braves team. And listen, we all know the phrase, you don't want to be the dude who follows the dude or the man who follows the man. But Matt Olson came in here, came home. How many guys go home and produce? Right. But he came in here after 
the Braves legend, took over that first base. Didn't make you forget about Freddie Freeman. And by the way, Freddie makes you forget about it either because Freddie's starting the All-Star game. So God bless him, right? <laughs> yeah. But I yeah. say this. He's in, a, he's in a much bigger market, so that's how he got more votes. I'll just leave it at that. But Matt Olson came in here, and again, didn't make you forget about Freddie. But, I mean, just kind of didn't miss a beat. Yeah. And he's done it quietly. And what I've noticed and what the announcers have actually noticed, too, is these dudes are smiling a lot more when they're playing. They, they just didn't smile in Oakland. They went yeah. about their business. Yeah. You know, and these guys are enjoying where they are. They're enjoying the love they're getting from the fan base. It's a wonderful thing to watch. And, listen, there was a period of time between that other Braves winning organization and what we got right now and the transition was kind of weird. You know, Chipper was hanging around there and then Freddie came up and, you know, it was kind of fun watching the young guys poke at Chipper a little bit and watching him enjoy those last few years. He was smiling in a way oh, yeah. that you hadn't seen before because it was so businesslike with that other team. And, well, but that's the other thing, too. He was able to speak. You know, you ask him something, Chipper would talk. Oh, that's and the other guys were around, Chipper would, wouldn't, wouldn't say much. He mm-hmm. always deferred to them. And so it's kind of like, okay, clubhouse, those guys are gone. You can you can speak and whatnot. So yeah, that that was kind of kind of kind of liberating for Chipper. <laughs> we talk about that. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety two nine The Game, ninety two nine The Game dot com. On this Saturday morning, a day after a whole lot of money was spent in the NBA. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, and people staying where they were. You thought there were going to be some movement. Kyrie's okay, hanging they out. They could in still Dallas. end up moving. Some of them could still end up moving, but they're just yeah. resigning where where, where, they, where where they are, and that's got to, to get things started. But you know, Max Max is cool with what happened out there with the Lakers. He feels like they did some good stuff. You know. Well, that was also a little personal shot too. Lakers pillaging somebody from Pat Riley. <laughs> that was nice. And oh Vincent. yeah, I I loved it. I think a lot of people are expecting them to uh, like, oh, get Kyrie Irving or go get this star, and it's L.A. stars, and typically that's what you want to do to overcome a hurdle. But I think main they didn't start the season with this roster they finished it and so I think when you see that sample size and what they've been able to make of it keeping everything um, and then adding those key role players helps the only concern if I'm a Lakers fan as great as LeBron has been I mean he's just what you're 21 now and so you have to be able to get offense elsewhere so even if Anthony Davis is playing out of his mind uh, and LeBron could be the best in moments to get you through a regular season I feel like they still need an extra oomph. And I think having these role players helps and keeping Hachimura and now Gabe Vincent. But, yeah, I am curious to see. And it's not, hey, there's, like you said, there's still so much to, to happen. So who knows what that what transpires. But Rich Paul is definitely having himself a day for sure. Yeah, yeah, he is. Man, <laughs> he's, he's rolling them right now with some big contracts. Are you surprised at any of the movement that's been made or not been made? Like where do you expect James Harden to land? The Lakers would see now. Like I know, I just talked about it. If he's if he wants to win a championship and take less of a payday, which is a hard thing to ask someone to do, but if he were, I feel like that would be perfect. Like, hey, we need you pick and roll. You have Anthony Davis. I heard Kendrick Perkins say this a while ago, and to credit to him, it's actually a really good point. And he wouldn't have to worry about the pressure of being a number one option. Heck, he may not even have to be a number two option at times. And so you just get buckets and run the pick and roll. He loves regular seasons. And I think that's exactly what they need to get through a regular season so LeBron doesn't have to be the main playmaker, a lot of miles on his body. That's what I would be interested in. I don't think the Phoenix Suns, which I've seen that report as well, I've seen Kyrie, like they have enough of that. Yeah. I don't think they need another guy to do that. Yeah. Suns are kind of stacked. The right Miami now. Heat maybe, I've seen that as well. So If I'm a contender, I want nothing to do with James Harden. I'm sorry, I don't want nothing to do. I don't, I don't need a regular season A-Rod 
you know, somebody who's great during the regular season. We have seen, let me ask you a question. If he got his game back, same in the same sort of scenario, would you want Ben Simmons? If somehow you heard yes. that he if it depends on the situation. If you have a culture and a roster that's not dependent on him, he could still be beneficial. But if you're like depending on him to be that guy, if you're depending on him to be Ben Simmons in the playoffs and not shrink, take a shot. That's what I'm worried about. You can't you can't put a say that we want this particular James Harden or this particular Ben Simmons in the playoffs. You just have to watch and see what happens. Be there, be a presence, do something and create some sort of scenario that helps your team win. And that's what I'm saying as far as I don't see that happening with Ben Simmons. And I, the, the sample size is big enough with, with James Harden that I wouldn't want to touch him either. And there's a reason why Philly didn't give him that long-term contract. And if you got Joel Embiid next to you and you had any sort of decent playoff, he'd have been picked up by somebody or he'd have got the check because they moved out Doc Rivers. Now, that's another thing. How's Doc Rivers got to be feeling today? You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not done talking NBA, right? Go ahead, man. Yeah, I'm about to say I, I love Doc, but um, I definitely think his recent stretch of coaching I get what is you're hard. Saying. It's hard to talk about him being up three-one in series and losing them, but still, what did he do this year to get fired? Was it the body of work that they oh. didn't get past him? I mean, I understand there's a number of scenarios you could come up and say, okay, yeah. this is why. But what we've heard is that right, right, to right, keep yeah. this guy, you had to get rid of him, and and so. Yeah, so to do all that and then request a trade, it's like kind of a slap in the face, I guess. We're not done talking NBA free agency. Like I said, a lot of money. What was the what was the total yesterday spent? It was a billion dollars yep. total spent so far. Of players getting paid around the league, and it's like what three, four days in. So, can we talk about this later on and why none of that or what you would like to see happen land here in Atlanta? That's still out that. there. I mean, we, we know yep. we did with John Collins, and there may be some more of that. Right. So yep. let's, let's get into that a little while longer. But we got a guest coming up next. Absolutely, man. I mean, you know, hey, this is season uh, coming up, high school football season. And the preseason rankings are out. A number of polls are coming up. High school football America's top 300 of a number of teams from where you live. You live in our area. And that's coming up next. Jeff, Jeff Fisher is going to join us. Uh, and the Jeff six, Fisher? Jeff Fisher. That's Not that Jeff Fisher. Not that Jeff Fisher. Okay. <laughs> Jeff Fisher, yeah. Uh, the head from High School Football America. That's coming up on this Saturday morning. Sam and Greg, Max on the other side of the glass. Nine floors up in the Kia Studios on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9 The Game.com. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this like that. Saturday morning. It's your home, folks. First, that's right. First day of July. And it's gonna be a hot one out there, so just keep that in mind. Hey. Yeah. Well, we got a guest, so I'm not gonna get into the minutiae of stuff that happened on this day. <laughs> and we don't walk and it's Bobby, it's Bobby Bonilla Day, man. Can't mess around here. No, that's right. Goes to the mailbox, takes out a million dollar check, goes back in the house. I mean, say that out loud. <laughs> Good living. Uh, go to the get yourself a million dollars. Go back in the house. What what he does on this day? Whatever he wants. And the thing about it is, his taxes. It's like it's the same thing every year, right? He, as long as he don't buy nothing else, yeah, it's pretty much already done. We got a guest to bring on here. Yeah. How he feels about that? <laughs> Mr. Fisher would like to go get himself a check, one point one every year on July first. <laughs> I bet you'd like that, Jeff, wouldn't you? 
Ooh, we are having some technical issues with Mr. Fisher. I don't know. Is it a bad spot in your house, or what, what? What we got, Jeff? You're breaking up a little bit here. I don't know. No. We, uh, let's try there this. We go. Let's oh, try there that. we go. We got there you. We go. You cleared up now. Good morning. There, hang on here. We're working on it yet. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. How's that? Is that better? That sounds wonderful. Let's start. To, well, don't worry. We'll edit all this stuff out. Let's start again. <laughs> Jeff Fisher, High School Football America, joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And we started off by asking you, you know, this is Bobby Bonilla Day. How'd you like to go to the mailbox every July 1st and get $1.1 million or whatever it is, million dollars just thrown into your bank account? I'm willing to take a thousand. I don't care, but yeah, happy Bobby Padilla Day. <laughs> That's the most insane story, isn't it? I love it every year. Hey, Thanks it, for bringing it around. It yeah. truly is, truly is, truly is. We're still weeks away uh, from the high school football season starting. We've had seven on sevens and a lot of off-season things going, but uh, we got the preseason rankings, and that was makes us, you know, really focus. You come up with your preseason top 300. Once again, let everybody know how you come around with this because you don't have any schools from Georgia on top. But but go ahead. How, how do you do this? <laughs> uh, well, first off, I've got my, my skin's real thick today, so I'm, I'm ready for both of you to, to hit me hard on Georgia. But uh, quite simply, we started back in uh, 2013. I created an algorithm. Uh, I always use the, the preface to the preseason algorithm, which is, you know what, it's designed to do what it's supposed to do when the season starts, right? It's supposed to analyze what's happening on the field. So what we do in the preseason, it was we look at strength of schedule. We look at players coming back. Uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff. There's like 12 things that go in it. And then we put it on a big old spreadsheet, and the spreadsheet spits it out. And, 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 and Greg goes to it and looks to see if he turns there. And, and, and then you all start busting me about whether there's enough George. <laughs> and, and, you, and, and you text me and say, hey, Fish, you want to get up at 640 in the morning? <laughs> well, well, Greg ain't asking you that, but we do appreciate it. Yeah, we do. I can't thank you enough there. Uh, again, Jeff Fisher from uh, nah, high, sc- high School Football America joining Sam and Greg on this, uh, this Saturday morning. I- I'm just curious about one of the schools that caught my attention. We, we, Sam has educated me about the, the powers in high school football from coast to coast. And, you know, you have the traditional powers. And while the number that you have as far as schools from Florida on there, I know that Florida is one of those top states. But here's the one that got me. You have at number three, St. Francis Academy. What are they doing in Maryland, of all places, that made them crack the list? And I'll get to Nevada a little bit later. But what's going on? I'm not, I can't remember ever hearing uh, Maryland being a high school football power. Well, and, and that's sort of correct. There are a couple of schools around D.C. that play in what's called the Washington Catholic Athletic Conference, and those are really good schools. And really what happens, Greg, is St. Francis was a, a company that also ran uh, in, in football. And then if you remember Biff Poggi, and Biff is now the, the head coach at Charlotte. Uh, he went to Michigan for a while under Harbaugh, uh, uh, and uh, he's, he's a, a basically a, you know, a hedge fund guy with lots of money. And he was feeling like this school needed some help. It's been around for 100 years. And he went there to become the head coach, and he brought his money with it. And he said there's a lot of underprivileged kids in Baltimore that are not getting a fair shot at getting a great education and being able to play quality high school football. So he put the money in, and boom, like that, they became you know one of the top teams in the country because nobody wanted to play them. They were beating everybody in this league that they were in. Well, what happened was the, the opponent said, we're not going to play you anymore. You're beating us 50 to nothing every time. And Biff said, you know what? 
We've got this program in place. We're going to play a national schedule. So uh, they probably play the toughest schedule in the nation. Uh, they're playing all the teams in the top 100, so strength of schedule helps them. And, oh, by the way, they're very, very good, and they're coming here to Georgia to take on the Wolves in Buford, and that will be one of the greatest games of the 2023 season. It's one of the top 10 games in the country. You've got Dylan Mayola coming to Buford, as everyone knows. That's a big thing here for, for Buford. They're number uh, seven on our poll right now, right? Um, so that's going to be a dandy to start off the season. Uh, St. Francis has an Oregon recruit, uh, Michael Van Buren. So that's who St. Francis is. It is a team that is loaded with Division One talent year in and year out. Before you ask your question, Sam, we're going to ask Jeff if you could. I don't know if you're moving around a little bit, but you're breaking up on our end. We're going to try and continue this. But if you were moving during that last answer you gave us, don't move during Sam's question <laughs> and then answer it, and then we're going to try and keep you locked in because you're kind of coming in and out, and you wouldn't know when it was happening. So we're just trying to make sure the audience can hear everything that you're saying. All right, man. Absolutely. Folks. Yeah, I'm not moving. I, okay. I'm stilled at this. I'm not moving. Okay. All right. It. All right, folks. Spending time on the Way For It.com hotline this morning with Jeff Fisher. And he is social. You can find uh, High School Football America on Twitter at HSF. Uh, HSFB America, HSFB America on Twitter to find out things. You mentioned uh, Buford. They are the top-ranked team from Georgia in this uh, preseason 300 at number seven. Uh, But then there are a number of schools from the state that are listed here. Talk about uh, how you decided which ones get in. I'm seeing Colquitt at 18. Um, You're seeing Langston Hughes at 25. Thoughts about uh, some of the teams that, that are from Georgia here and what gets them where they are. Well, a, a lot of returning talent on all of these teams, and all of those teams you just mentioned, Sam, are teams that are uh, just you know loaded, and they have a little bit of a legacy there, right? There's a tradition there. They're solid programs throughout. Uh, some people are, are getting on me a little bit about where Langston Hughes is. They finished 14 last year. They start 25 in the top uh, 300 this year. Uh, Aaron Nolan is one of the quality quarterbacks in the country, uh, no doubt about that. We're going to find out how good they are because a lot of people in Carrollton aren't happy that uh, I've got the Trojans at number 37 in the nation. But uh, it, it's Hughes and, and Carrollton that open the season. Julian Lewis, I, I think everybody knows what he did as a freshman. So that'll be a dandy one. You've got Walton. Uh, Walton, of course, beating uh, you know Buford in the second round of the 7A playoffs last year. Kind of shocked everybody. Uh, they check in at number 35. It's a quality list in all. We've got um, 20, what do we have, 32 teams in the top 300 and 101 in the uh, top 1,000. And Georgia is the number three state in the nation. It, it goes like this. It goes Florida number one, Texas number two, Georgia number three, California number four. Wow. So you got you got us ahead of California as far as overall because yeah. we got the two teams from California at the very top at number one and number two, modern day in, in St. John Bosco. Uh, um, you know, we, we look at these lists, and, and we are excited about some of them. There's a great traditional game that's coming up between two of the winning traditions of the country this year. You talked about the matchup coming up with mm-hmm. Buford. Valdosta, who's not probably listed real high here, but they're going to play Massillon up in Ohio. Thoughts about that, two of the all-time winningest programs, period, in the country. Uh, and people have talked about this over the years. What if, what if, what if this year they're actually going to do it? Yeah, no, it, it, it's a great thing for high school football to have these two powers that have done it for so long so well. 
to play. Um, and it's happening more, Sam. We're getting more and more of these matchups around the country. Um, and, and one of the things that really helps uh, the Bufords at the top, the Colquitts at the top, is they're playing out-of-state teams. Uh, and, and they're doing it, you know, in the non-league portion of their schedule. I mean, Buford has four teams in the top 300. As I said, they start with St. Francis. Colquitt opens the season against Dutch Fork, number 11, a, a power out of South Carolina. And we're going to see more and more of these because uh, when you have the haves and the have-nots, the haves are getting having trouble, you know, scheduling these non-league games. So things like this happen where, you know, Valdosta travels up the northeast Ohio to take on one of the traditionally great programs in the country. And um, I think we've talked about this in the past. It will happen more and more as the really good teams have hard times outside of whatever you want to call it here. It's a region, some places it's district, some places it's a league or a conference, but uh, that, that game is drawing a lot of interest. And that is in one of the greatest venues for high school football, which is, you know, Maslin stadium, uh, Paul Brown tiger stadium. I, I drove by it. It wasn't even open. I drove by it to see it. It does not look like a high school football stadium, but the cool thing is unlike the big Texas, you know, million dollar stadium, yeah. Paul Brown stadium looks like it's coming out of the 19th, 30s it came out of the work uh, projects back in the 30s and it, it's just it, it's cool to see let's just put it that way hey jeff how many people work with you to put in this list together every year well well we've got a lot of interns that help us out but basically i take it upon myself because i created it so we've got about you know six people that you know go through everything with me heading it at the top and and just keeping keeping it all real and like i said the real thing that happens is you'll see things change Come, let's see. The season opens this year uh, on August the 11th. Hawaii starts on the on the 6th, but we've got games in Utah on the 11th. So by the 18th, because a lot of people like Georgia are opening on the 18th. By by the by the end of August, the national championship chase will be shaken down. I mean, Buford will will soar uh, if if they beat San Fran St. Francis. I'm going to tell you right now, and I haven't done the math on this, but I'll tell you that the Wolves will be at number three, and they were at number two at one point. I think at the when they lost to Walton last year, they were number two in our rankings, so they had a shot at a, at a natty. The reason I ask, are they, all the people that you work with, are they like in your neighborhood, or are they spread out throughout the country? And by extension, and I'm, I'm, I'm not being funny with that, but I'm my, really what I'm getting at is wondering how a state jumps from number two to number three as far as high school football rankings. What is it about what's going on within that state, these teams that are on your list? What do they do or don't do to make a state, you know, Georgia leapfrog over Texas or California fall, you know, behind Florida? What is it? What's, what's the barometer, barometer that you use? Well, you know, again, I, 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 the, the algorithm basically does it based upon what's happening on the field. And what we see have seen over the last 11 years, what will move somebody is when you have states playing other states, which is happening more, as I just said there. So um, as Georgia picks up more of the out-of-state games, and Texas, by the way, the reason they're even falling, and Georgia could be number two next year, is Texas doesn't go out of state that much. Why is I mean, that? A, you know, Texas Why is, is that? A country. <laughs> he said it. Uh, yeah, sure. yeah. That, that 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 would be a long conversation. Okay. But they, okay. they just feel as though they 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 feel as though um, they've got it there, right? Friday night lights and all that. And quite truthfully, they've played some of they've like they played St. John Bosco. Allen played St. John Bosco 
last year, and they got whooped. <laughs> so some of these bigger programs that have come to Texas have beaten them, and there is, uh, on, in, in my opinion, this is my opinion over only, I think they don't want to play because they have uh, lost a little bit of their mystique. Uh, when when you have some of these bigger teams come in here, so that's all I'm going to say. I'll rile scarred. people up if they're looking they, on your on the app in Texas. They scared. That's what it is, Sam. Yeah, so, but it's also arrogant. He's what he's saying is they're arrogant. Oh yeah, they believe oh, yeah. that you oh, know yeah. we're Texas and, and we, they got the massive stadiums out there. Yeah, whatnot. yeah, they, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what they think. Yeah, we, I didn't say arrogant. I just said I they're confident. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Yeah, <laughs> Folks, it's the high school football America preseason top three hundred. Our Jeff Fisher, and of course, once again, he is social. You can find him on HSFB America. HSFB America. Jeff, thanks so much for spending some time with us. We'll be checking back in with you as we get closer to the start of the season. Thanks, buddy. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. <laughs> Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. you got all right, all right. I did. I was curious about that. How many? How do you jump from one to the other? And like you sounded somewhat surprised when he gave you the list of states and their rankings. Yeah. When did that? You know. I'm well, saying? no, he's, he got us ahead of California, which, which you know, I, I, I like that. But I think our football, our high school football stacks up with anybody and better than anybody from top to bottom of the state. You know, you may have certain programs, like you said, the school in Maryland. They're kind of like an outlier. You know, I mean, you not have other teams from that area. That's but what I'm saying. I, they, that but, stuck with me. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, what they've done, they, they've created the program almost in the mold of an IMG Academy. You know, they only play like nine games a season. So they're not competing for a state championship, just like IMG is not competing for a state championship. Okay. You know, they're just looking for national recognition. I appreciate the education you've given me with oh, high school football that's, that's... throughout these years. Yeah, I still don't know nothing, but I know <laughs> more than I did about eight years ago. <laughs> so that's nice. I appreciate that. Uh, I have a high school football story slash question to ask you when we come back. Something okay. I heard, and I wonder, I wonder if Sam knows about this. And if not, maybe he was even there. That's coming up. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 thegamecom And take us with you on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.